Nervous World, episode 27, Sky Captain and the Nerds of Tomorrow. I'm Brendan. I'm Spindles. And I'm Eddie. Well, how are we doing, folks? Eating chaps. Yes, Not all bad. good. All good, mate, yeah. There's no guest no guest on today's show, so it's just the three of us back in the pod as it used to be. Indeed, yeah, we were remarking earlier, it's been a long time since yeah, we've been, been in, in here. Pod, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like coming home again. Yeah. <laughs> back where it all started. <laughs> No, I'm not drunk on the middle of assignment. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're sober, so it's not, not quite how it used to be. No, not, no. Hey, there's always the, uh, the weekend coming up. I'm sure Sure, there'll be a few live edits of, uh, of drunken interviews. Yeah, and some frustration as well, I should imagine. I made my uh, Lent promise to give up pizza and cookies, and they're using the word awesome. And then I got a reminder from Simon that Papa John saved my life last year. <laughs> and mine. Yeah. Like, if it hadn't been for Papa John's, I would have starved last year. But the thing okay. is, I went to a baptism at the weekend, and um, the guy giving the sermon was talking about Lent, obviously, it was the first Sunday in Easter, and how the number 40 appears throughout the sort of the Catholic mythology and all that. Okay. Um, but there's 46 days between Ash Wednesday and Easter Sunday, and the reason is Sundays don't count. No. <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> didn't realise that. So, so you can eat Sundays, pizza on a Sunday? Pizza and cookie day. Oh, okay. <laughs> Exploiting God's loophole. <laughs> oh, why ever not? They're there for a purpose. So. There's actually a song called God's Loophole by Garfunkel and Oates. Okay. Um, which is about anal sex. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I took flying start then, guys. <laughs> well done. Uh, Two minutes in and we're yeah. into bum sex. Marvellous. And it wasn't even my... It's like nothing like it used to be. <laughs> Give me a beer and talk about sex. <laughs> so yeah, Sundays will be uh, pizza and cookie day. No, and it'll be is awesome. that a euphemism? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it could be a euphemism. I'm not sure. Pizza or cookie? Pizza or cookie? Okay. They can't see your hand gestures, AD. It's right. <laughs> or the eyebrows. It's a radio show. <laughs> so, that's first first thing to talk about. Uh, okay, well, yeah, stuff that's been going on. Uh, what have we got? Well, we got that Mars One thing. <laughs> the Mars One thing, yeah. Well, it was just because I was watching QI the other day, and they, they mentioned something about Mars, and it just sparked off a, a thing in the back of my brain going, uh, Mars One, which is something we talked about on the very first ever show. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, well, you know, I'll go and see how they're doing. And they've got, like, their mission plan now. Apparently, they're in the midst of... Um, candidate selection at the moment <laughs> and they're due to have the crew the first crew selected by next year and then they start the most on, easily brainwashed people they start them on the training and so there's four <coughs> the, the idea is that there are four people who are going to go up in the first crew they're going to basically fire a bunch of rovers and a bunch of uh, storage like supplies yeah. off to mars ahead of them and then the rovers are going to start setting up the habitats and they're you know, like uh, evaporate the ice to form oxygen and water and stuff. Uh, and then the first crew's going to land, they're going to set up the habitat, then there's going to be another set of storage and supplies arrive, and then the second crew of four is going to 
carry on with crews of four constantly being sent out. But the most uh, the thing that caught my attention was on the um, on the news pages uh, that basically Islam have said that they'll declare a fatwa on any Muslim who goes on this trip on the grounds that it's going to be suicide. <laughs> it, it, it's all strikingly as very odd. I did see their response, and um, the Mars One response to it was the, the press statement was pretty interesting, mm. saying how about the history of exploration in in the Islamic religion, and how uh, there was a Muslim explorer whose texts were actually much more comprehensive than like the combined histories of medieval Europe and that part of the world, and they're appealing that you know they see this as a as an exploration thing. Yeah, I, don't, they, I think their, their kind of thing was, you know, they will miss out on all of the uh, all of the wonders of God on the way, was something that they said. But then that was in the same breath that they said this isn't a religious thing at all, <laughs> and that nobody should be excluded on that. And then they kind of pull out the well, it, it's God stuff card, <coughs> which again was a bit confusing. But yeah. well, the fact that it being a fact well, anyway is. Well, no, it, it's it's the, the the Islam people that have, that have said they'll put the fatwa out on any Muslim who does do it. But as it, it was Mars One's response ah, to right. say that you know they'll be missing out on God's great creations, but in the same breath were saying this isn't about religion. So yeah, it's just, yeah. It, it, yeah, bit weird. But I think it's just it it was kind of echoing. Well, apart from the fact that we haven't said you know, we'll kill anybody who goes on the mission, when we said it's basically going to be a suicide mission yeah. of a bunch of people being fired into space who will die. Well, funny you say that, but have the, is there a return plan? Because all you've spoke about no, is no, there. Exactly. no it's no. one way. It's yes, colonisation. Absolutely. It is colonisation of Mars. no return anyway, no. so, you know, it is a, a one-way well, it's a one-way mission, mission, but it depends on... From my perspective, I doubt that you're going to get there. It just depends how, when they're going to die, really, isn't it? Yeah, it know, is. It could be up there for 10 years. But that's, I think but that's what we said still. at the time, because the way that they're planning on funding it is doing it as a kind of reality show and filming it and putting it out and getting funding that way. So at some point on the reality show, someone yes. is going to cark it. Yes. It's going to Live happen. on TV. Yeah. And it is going to happen. That is a bit fucked. <laughs> there is yeah. no way around it because it's an ongoing mission. It is one way. You know for an absolute fact that, that you're going to die point, on that mission. Someone is going to die, <laughs> and it's going to be broadcast. Very, very odd. But yeah, it they're, is. they're setting up all sorts of um, satellites so that are going to sit in orbit in between us and Mars, so that they they can relay communications twenty four seven. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, their plan sounds kind of cool, but I just cannot get over the fact that they're firing a bunch of people into space who are never going to come back. Yeah, <coughs> I can't get my head around that, or the sort of person who'd want to be fired off with no prospect of return. Indeed, it baffles me. Yeah, um, I'm all for exploration. I totally get that, but never coming back just doesn't yeah, seem right. That's just... And also, I would feel much more sort of secure if there was some, you know. Actual space agencies, real, yeah, behind it rather than fucking Dutch TV show, yeah. Because that just, yeah. Is anyone else thinking Capricorn One? Yeah, 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 totally. Or Mission to Mars? Yeah, that it's not going to happen. It's just going to be a ghost to Mars. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
Everything, the fake moon landings in Capricorn, I think. Yeah. But, but, but we we'll, shall we'll see. see. It, it's we'll going it, It's carrying on. It's ten years until the first crew is due to blast off. So yeah. we've got plenty of time to talk about it, chaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True fact. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> enough lunatics on Mars. Um, well, I, I've had quite a bit of kind of gadgety, open sourcey Linux news this week, which is finally getting a workaround uh, to allow you to watch Netflix and other uh, Silverlight content. I saw your status about that yeah. on on Linux. So yeah, I, I ran that today. That all works. It's, it literally is like five commands, and you run those yeah. now, and then there you are. You, you now have. It's not quite native support because it uses Wine, which is a Windows emulator. Yeah. To run the plugin, but it runs. It runs seamlessly. I sat and watched an episode of uh, Next Gen this afternoon on it, and it's all great. Yeah, I've been having a Klingon episode rewatch of Next Gen. Uh, I've, I've just been doing chronological. <laughs> no, I, I, I do specials. I did my Borg special. Mm. And I did my Klingon special. Just got as far as Redemption. Ah, uh, right. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I just finished all of that arc with season five. Yeah. yeah fun times. So yeah, it's all good now. Now you can. Now I mean. The, the, it's it's not for Linux purists or, or kind of free and open source purists because it does still use plugins which are proprietary and you don't have excuse me you don't have access to the source code off so it's it's by far an ideal solution but it's a workaround cool. and it, it means that you can now watch Netflix and other streaming services on Raspberry Pis etc cool. which until now you couldn't because the support just wasn't there. So yes, you could run stuff like XBMC and run stuff off your local drive and you know, occasional streaming services, but none of the kind of big pay-for services. But now you can. Cool. Which is all rather yeah, groovy. Fair play to Netflix again. Uh, no, it wasn't no, Netflix. It, it wasn't Netflix. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Netflix have done absolutely nothing for this. It's a, uh, a plug-in called Pipelight, uh, and yeah. they, they've done the work in integrating <clears throat> it through Wine. Uh, just to make it work and release it as a package, because uh, it, it's been kind of in in a uh, in development for the last kind of year or so, and there was a version released kind of October December last year, but that was a bit of a tricky uh, setup than it is now because you had to install a couple of different things to just make it work. Whereas now it is just a case of you add the repository, hit install, and you're done, and then just enable the plugin. Uh, the only other thing you need to do is just make sure you've got a user agent switcher on your browser so you can say that you're using the Windows version because it still does an operating system detect and Netflix still goes hey you're running Linux doesn't work but if you change the user agent switcher to be Windows it goes hey hello there you go have content and it works fine <laughs> Fair enough. but there's full instructions for it on, on the wonky spanner just go and have a look on there I posted up the instructions so if you're a, if you're an Ubuntu user then Go, go for your life. Go and set it up and enjoy. <laughs> yeah, indeed, enjoy. And yeah, make sure you put in your uh, media hint plugin, then you can watch American Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've still got to figure out doing that on the tablet. Zen, Zenmate works as well. Zenmate's yeah. another one for it. Um, yeah, cool. And uh, in other kind of slightly related news, in, in that it's Linux, um, there's been a fork released of the Steam OS. So, you know, we were talking a bit about SteamOS and the Steam boxes yes, and yeah. how they're all working. Well, uh, because the original release that they made wasn't 
all it was cracked up to be but somebody else has forked the project now and they've released a full version of it that you can now install as a dual boot on your system so you can now dual boot into steam os and it has all the kind of uh, graphics drivers and everything packaged in it so that it will run so you can now install steam os on pretty much any computer you want and turn it into a steam box cool so that is now available oh. and it's free so uh, i will put out the links for that on the show as well Cool. show notes and then people can have a look and you can even install it in a virtual machine to test it so you don't have to muck around with the hard drive you can, there's a, a virtual box version of it that you can get up and running and see how it looks cool and have a play and see uh, what the potential future of a linux gaming console is <clears throat> interesting yeah cause I, i've been back doing more stuff on on the pc in terms of gaming uh because I've been sat, again, uh, playing the Myst series with my daughter. So we've got that set up on the, on the computer in the living room, so we've been sat doing point-and-click adventure games, and that's, that's really quite cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. Uh, thank for, thankfully for uh, GOG there, good old games for uh, packaging all that up, because it, it was a pain in the arse last time I did it on Windows 7. I had to install a uh, Windows XP virtual machine just to get it to run. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a pain in the arse. And with Windows 8, I was dreading it until GOG. And just, yeah, you download that, you install it, and then just hit the compatibility on it to Windows XP, and it runs. Sweet. And I sat playing Mist, and it's awesome. Looking forward to playing Mist 3, which is Exile, which is on a Brad Dourif's in. Ah. Which is very cool. Brad Dourif as the bad guy in Mist 3. So what I'm looking forward to playing. It's Elder Scrolls Online. Ah, yeah, they had the beta over the weekend, didn't yeah, they? They've Everyone had, was. They've had three betas now. I've been in two of them. Um, they've lifted the non-disclosure thing as well, so we can actually talk about it now. Ooh. Um, the beta's coming up. Another beta is coming up this weekend as well, so it's the final stress test, I think. Um, I've already ordered my Imperial Edition digital download copy with Horse and Mud Crab Vanity Pet and Rings of Mario. Awesome. Yeah, and... <laughs> early access as well so literally as soon as you come back from the sci-fi weekend the 31st that monday is the start of the early access so you get five days access before it launches on the fourth nice. and it's if it's anything like what i've experienced in the beta minus all the bugs obviously yeah it's going to be fucking amazing um it doesn't feel to me like an mmo it feels like uh elder scrolls game with vastly more people around okay um and there's just so much you can do. I managed to level up. I think I, managed, I think I made five levels by not doing any quests. No, I assume it's all open world yeah. in the same way Elder Scrolls so you is. Can just, you can just walk off and do things, and there's rewards out there for people who just go to explore. Yeah. And you get XP for exploring like you do in, in, in the, the offline yeah, games. In the games yeah. And there's crafting, which actually makes a difference. You've got woodworking... Clothing, blacksmithing. Yeah, blacksmithing's there. Yeah. Enchanting, alchemy, provisioning, which is all making food and beverages. Yeah, it's it's fun. I've I've enjoyed my play. And um, what I'll do is on this next beta, I will take more screenshots. Cool. I'll yeah, put yeah, some yeah, screenshots up on the versus world. Um, but I'm playing as my little night elf, my dark elf night blade. Yeah, stick a review up on the yeah. side, sir. But it's fun. Yeah. Awesome. So lots of groovy gaming news. Yep. Indeed. But um, you were saying uh, about um, Deadpool being released for PC. Uh, De- yeah, Deadpool's on Steam now. Yeah, yeah so yeah, you can have that on yeah, PC. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I can't I, recommend it enough. I, I love that game. I've got it on PS3. Because it's, 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 it's this time very last enjoyable. year that I was gnashing and gurring about you it, yes, that you couldn't yes, get it on, on PC. Yes. But yeah, now you can. Now it's available oh, through Steam. It's, it's such a phenomenally awesome game. Yeah, I do love Deadpool. <laughs> he is brilliant. <coughs> yeah. I will get around to playing that eventually. Yeah, I, I think you should. I've just been playing through Bioshock, so I finished Bioshock this weekend and mm. now I want to Bioshock 2 and then I've got Bioshock Infinite to finish as well I've gone back to Civ 5 yeah. I've got all the expansions for it now so I've got Gods and Kings and Brave New World so I've gone back to that and I was playing a game through yesterday and I started my invasion of another country and I was just attacking them just as I uh, unlocked building Oxford University which is what I'd like to go for for all the bonuses it gives you and I'd been making sure to make sure my libraries and universities were built in my cities. I went to go and build it and it said, not enough universities built, you have to have one in all your cities. And I realised I'd taken over three of my opponent's cities mm. and I had to build universities in there. And I was just like, ah, oh, fuck. Shouldn't have come to war so early. And I had a little bit of a rage quit instant. Was like, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I just want to walk away from Civ 5. It's not worth the fight. Oh, Also, yeah, um... Second episode of season two of the Walking Dead game came out as well, and that was epically good. That's one of the best ones I've played so far in terms of episodes. Really enjoyed that one. I've got um, to say, in terms of Walking Dead, season four, the second half of it, it's really it, good. It's excellent. I've not watched the latest one yet because after after playing the game, I then went, oh, I'll go back and watch Walking Dead again. So I started watching Walking Dead again from the start. I'm now halfway through season three, because so, I've been off for a couple of days. Yeah. So I'm literally mainline. Uh, I forgot there's only like six episodes in season, season one. one. Yeah. So I watched that, and it's like, season one, it's a great introduction, and then there's that weird out-of-place episode where they go into the CDC at the end, which uh, it just feels... Uh, it, I was thinking about it when I was watching some of season four, and I was going, now, was it... The Walking Dead that had an episode that was in the CDC yeah. because it's just so random and happened and was all over in an episode and then it's never really mentioned again apart from once mm. yeah. when they talk about Jenner and say about it, how he said that everybody was infected uh, but it just it seemed so out of place that one episode that it, I just thought I'd imagined it or something no it was there yeah, but yeah. I, I quickly sped through the uh, whole Sophia is missing. Oh yeah, so just watch episode one of season two <laughs> and episode thirteen. Of yeah. season well, two. no, you got you got to episode seven, which is where they find her. There's six episodes of season two where they're actually searching for her. I think it's episode seven they find. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm saying you just watch the first and the last episode. Of all right, season two. <laughs> okay. ignore okay. All ignore the rest everything of it. in the middle. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of whinging and moaning yeah, yeah, yeah. and glory I mean, and blah blah blah. They really stretched out Herschel's farm. Yeah, yeah, that was did. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but because I was. Saying that I felt that Walking Dead had jumped the shark with the uh, the, the pre-season finale, yeah. the season finale rather, and I wasn't sure whether I was going to go back to it. But I watched the first episode back after the break, and aside from Carl being a windy little bastard like he usually was, it was actually really good, mm. and it was really quiet. That's what I'm liking yeah. about these new, these new episodes is they're quiet. Yeah, because it's, it's only focusing on like one or two characters yeah. an episode now, and giving them a bit of fleshing out. So we saw a bit of Michonne's history. We see we get a bit of Daryl's yeah. history. We actually get a bit of fleshing out of whatever Herschel's other daughter's called Beth. Beth, that's it. They've been sat around doing fuck all for a season, singing a lot. She sings a lot. <laughs> Well, I think she was sat right in season two. She uh, basically goes into shock in one episode, then tries to commit suicide, and then everyone ignores her again. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. Uh, that's her entire involvement in season two, despite being in every episode. 
Um, so yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, I, I, I've I've gotten yeah well back into watching zombie stuff again. So yeah. <laughs> watching tons, tons of zombie stuff. Uh, yeah, it, it's given me a great <laughs> idea for a screenplay, which I've started writing. Cool. Mm. I love yeah. the dead. Sorry, what? I love the dead, uh, or I exactly. love the dead. <laughs> it's a dark comedy. <coughs> okay. Originally, uh, I'd called it "I Love the Dead" and then changed it to "Isle of the Dead" because it's set on a Scottish island. Okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh... <laughs> but we'll see where that we'll goes. See where it goes. It's, it's in. It's, it's intriguing, and it's in works, so yeah. it might never happen. Knowing me, <laughs> fair enough. Um, talking on TV shows, one that's never failed to to keep us interested this this year has been Arrow. Indeed. Indeed, yeah, it's been a great. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this week's episode in particular because uh, it is Suicide Squad. Yeah, I know. So I we know for, we know for it. a fact that um, Bronze Tiger, Shrapnel, and Deadshot are in there, but from promo stuff that's been released, it's looking like there might be an appearance by a certain Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Which would be exciting. It'll be very, very. Uh, I'll be very interested to see who they've chosen to play her, and how the person who has been chosen to play her plays her. <laughs> but it looks like it's a thing that could be happening. Um, and the Flash's uniform is released today as well. But mm. I'm still more interested in Harley Quinn in Arrow. I saw that somebody posted a, a pretty cool Green Arrow Harley Quinn uh, comic strip online this week. Uh, basically, it's, it's Harley Quinn sat talking with Green Arrow and going like, "Well, why do you have an uh, Arrow Cave? Bat Cave? I can understand. Arrow Cave doesn't make sense. You call it something like the Quiver." And Green Arrow sits there and goes, "That's actually rather good." <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw that one too. That's pretty cool. I, I appreciated that one. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have to see what what Arrow does. Yeah. And of course, the other big show that had the finale this week was True Detective, which I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil it for you, sir. Good. No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 I haven't seen episode eight. Yet. It's awesome. I, I truly enjoyed it, and as I said, it, it, it's very, very tense because, say, so we had the realization like ten minutes in that this is it. It's a self-contained story, and therefore everybody is expendable. Yeah. So we were just yeah. like, they could literally wipe everyone out in this episode, and yeah. it makes it very, very tense. Yeah, I'm very nervous about watching it. Because <laughs> yeah. I've ep- got to build myself up to it. Episode 7 was pretty intense, yeah. to be fair. So, yeah, <clears throat> I have the finale now, so I'll watch that when I get home after after recording this. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great show. It's bleak. Oh, it's very I bleak. I mean, it's super bleak. <laughs> Apparently they had to change a lot of it because uh, the original idea was too close to Red Riding, which is also probably one of the most bleak pieces of TV I've ever seen. Have you? Did you see? No. It's a three-part English drama, uh, and it's set over the course of like 20, 30 years and follows a murder. So it's a similar kind of premise, and it was a few years ago. It was on TV. Uh, it's based on a series of novels. I think there's four novels. Uh, but they they cut it down into three hour and a half TV shows, and that is Emma had to give that up. It was that was right. too bleak. <laughs> for I stuck with it and watched it, and it, yeah, it's it's hard going. Yeah. But do watch Red Riding if you like True Detective. Watch Red Riding. It's a British. 
I'll have to check it out. No, I'll make sure I have my Gilmore Girls box. Yes, yeah, so someone to hug. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> Afterwards, yeah. anything. Your full collection of teddy bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can remember as a kid when I was when I watched a horror film as a kid. If I was sure I was going to get nightmares afterwards I would keep a stack of comics while I bed so yeah. if, I, if I woke up with a nightmare I'd just read my comics mm. until I fell asleep again yeah. always of the job speaking of comics I saw you got something new and shiny yeah. today yeah. I got uh, Leaf on the Wind issue 2 yeah nice. so it's Serenity it's carrying on after the film mm-hmm. and I still how's it, how's it measuring up I wasn't sure with the first issue there's a couple of character development things and then they there's there's a horrible horrible gut shot, which just hits you right in the feels again. Uh, yeah, but the second episode, the second issue is is better. I would still obviously much rather see it as a as a oh, TV, TV show, show or a film, yeah. or a yeah. film yeah. but yeah. and if this was what they would have written for the continuation of Firefighter season two, then it would have been, been amazing. Mm. Um, there's some returning characters. Jubal Early is back. Um, Zoe has her baby. She also wakes from a nightmare where, which is done in a, f- a full page of, of issue one, where she just basically relives, washes death, which makes the reader relive it as well, which is <laughs> never easy. <laughs> All fun. Um, yeah, uh, it's interesting to see where the characters have gone. Malin and Malin and Nara are together. After her involvement in exposing the um, conspiracy behind the Reavers, Reavers. Yeah. she got booted from the Companions. All right, okay. So she's now no longer a Companion. So yeah, she's freelancing with Mal. Jane has left um, Serenity. He's off on his own. Uh, Doc and Kaylee are finally together. And uh, River is the new pilot. All right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So it's, yeah, and but now it's essentially following on from the broadcast of the Reaver conspiracy, mm. and yeah, there's like a new, a new resistance is sort of beginning to form. Okay, so they're kind of building up to a second, second civil war, war I guess. Yeah. But they're looking, but everyone's looking for Mal. Right. Jubal Early's been brought back in to try and track him down again. Um, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, cool. Well, when they're, when they're doing it, I'll have to borrow them off you, sir, yeah. and have a read. Second, the second book is better than the first. Um, the first was great, but not not what I wanted. A long you know, recap. Yeah, once once you've wasted a long time for it to come back, <coughs> and expect massive things. New but stuff, but it it's just it's just setting the stage, really, I guess. But yeah. with issue two, it's great. My only frustration is that I'm ordering it on the pre-order from Forbidden Planet, and it's taking an age to get to me. So like my card was charged, like on the third, and I got next thing it was dispatched on the third, and I only got it today. So, dude, at least you've got an issue too. I'm still waiting on issue two of Sandman. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. but this this is a this, I think fresh was only a four parter. Mm. It's a four part. I think it's, it's Sandman's due to be eight. I think. But. Yeah, but it's good, and for the, the brown coat in me, will always love anything Firefly. Yeah. You know. Um, but I'm also a realist. If it's not good, I'll say it's not good. Mm. But this is just fortunately 
good. Yeah. Oh, I watched the um, the documentary about Serenity and Firefly on, on Netflix the other day. Have you watched that one? Um, they can't take this guy from me. Is that the one? Uh, I can't remember if that's what it's called. It's presented by Adam Baldwin. Does most of the kind of. Is it a lot of fan conventions? stuff? Yeah. 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 Oh, you see, um, James Gunn in yeah. that. Director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah, he's in there. Yeah, and um, the guy who wrote Ender's Game yeah. is in it as well. I didn't think much of that documentary. I thought in some places it was a little bit too weak. Okay, I, I thought it was nice. Yeah. I, I don't think it was amazing, but I thought it, it was a nice kind of thing of, yay, the fans brought it back, but I think they spent too long on the, this is what they did. Yeah, the 10th yeah. anniversary um, reunion stuff at Comic Con panels and the Brancos documentary, that was all really really good mm. but yeah was it recently I saw on um, on, on a Twitter feed about his t-shirt. Uh, yeah I know yeah yeah, yeah we, we noticed <laughs> <laughs> it was um, uh, Mr Baldwin actually cosplaying as Jane for some party recently which I thought was quite amusing he, he, he went, yeah he went to some fancy dress party uh, in the last couple of weeks at some point dressed <laughs> as Jane <laughs> Little, uh, he's one of those. On. He's one of the celebrities <coughs> that I like their work, but I have to remember to separate their work from them as a person when it comes to their Twitter feed, because some of his political views kind of don't skew right with mine. Okay, fair so enough. yeah, but everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, sticking with comics and TV shows, um, sci-fi. The Sci-Fi Channel have optioned the rights to DMZ. Mm, indeed. There was erroneously reported that there'd be a pilot of it coming up in the new full season, and that's not the case. Um, but there should be one coming up soon, hopefully. Mm, very interested to see what's going on with that. Do we know any casting news or anything on it? Yeah. No, nothing. I think it's just, it's just literally been optioned. This space. Right, so yeah. It's, it's yeah, only in treatment stage. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. We have had casting news for Gotham. Yes, yes, there was. lots of casting yeah. news for Gotham. I think Selena Kyle's been cast. The young Bruce Wayne has been cast. Yes. Um, Penguin has been cast. So, yeah. Mm. That's shaping up to be quite an interesting series. Yeah. Uh, in new series as well, is, I believe, should be out now, shouldn't it? I have seen the first episode of that. It was on in the States maybe three or four weeks ago. Mm. It hasn't okay. been on since. That actually looks like it could be quite a promising show. It, uh, yeah, I've, I've seen the trailers for it, and it looks really yeah. good. Do we know when it's going to be released? I think it's, it's due or? to hit the UK. I think it, it it's hitting UK end of March, I think. It's so like 28th yeah. March, I think it is. Okay. And that, so that's it hitting UK, and I think it's on watch. Yeah, it's on watch. Yeah. But it's... I really enjoyed the pilot. I thought the pilot was very good. Um, and it made up for all the missed opportunities that have been with pilots recently mm. uh, it's uh, it's weird that it was so long before they released it as a show and then went on a break because I think it's been on a break for Olympics I'm guessing but yeah yeah, more than likely but one episode and then a massive break just doesn't seem to that's never a good sign no, a network not, treating no. a show as we're talking about Firefly etc yeah. that's never a, a good sign but yeah considering that Abrams had two pilots out this season two running season running shows that it was Believe and Almost Human mm. and Give my disappointment with Almost Team, but I'm glad that Believe actually gets it right. Mm. Um, I'm enjoying Intelligence, though. I watched the first episode of that one with um, Iman Sawyer from yeah. 
from Lost. Lost yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw the, the first episode of that, and that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I never. never I'm quite enjoying it. it. I think it's up to like episode ten or something now. Yeah. It's it's working out nicely. I say because it's uh, the the girl in it is red from Once Upon a Time. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Megan Ory, I think, is her name. O H R Y. Megan Ory. Don't know. Yeah, so she's in it, and she's very kick-ass in it, and so is uh, is it Josh. Josh. Oh man, that was Zernick now. Holloway. <coughs> Josh Holloway. That's it. Yeah, he's pretty ninja in it as well. Yeah. And then it's got the uh, the guy who played um, Doctor Flox from Enterprise. Okay. He's in it as a scientist. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Type so, cast. Type cast. He, he's the guy who creates the chick that they put in in yeah. Gabriel's mind. Uh, it's good. Um, I think they kind of really rushed the storyline with his wife in the first couple of episodes because uh, that's over and done with by the end of episode two. Is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I would have thought that would have been a longer running thing, but either I, I don't know whether it was because the woman playing it didn't want to do it or whatever, but it just it felt really quick uh, how they dealt with it because they set it up as a big oh well where's where's my wife where's my wife and then uh, it's all done by the end of episode two. Wow, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like all right, okay. It, it does smack a little bit of, of a serious version of Chuck. Um. You know, mixed in with a little bit oh, of... Oh, not, uh, really, not, not really. Not alias, but... No, no, because... No, not Chuck. Chuck is just... He has a bunch of data in his head, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's just, it, it, it intercept. Yeah. Intercept. Intercept. Yeah. 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 Whereas the with this, he has access to, like, live feeds of stuff. Yes. Uh, and he has... Uh, the one thing I am getting annoyed about is explaining what a bloody cyber render is at the start of every episode. It's going, it has an unintended side effect, the cyber render, where I can wander around a 3D virtual environment of a crime scene. It's like, yeah, okay, we, un- yeah, we got that the first time you mentioned it in the episode. You don't need to do it at the start of every fucking episode. It's probably kind of more like almost human than... Uh than Chuck yeah I said, in its approach if you had to if I had to compare, compare it to something, something okay. yeah, yeah I, I think it's better than almost human I, I, I've not been gripped by almost human uh, like I said after the second episode I gave up on that, that series yeah I, I've watched a few I've stuck with it it's vaguely interesting um, but yeah I, I, I'm much more a fan of intelligence I've been enjoying that that's good so do give that a try if you haven't remember I just watched uh a show called Crisis. I think it's called. It was one of those ones I saw. It had a pilot, so I like to check out pilots when they come up. And it's about a group of kids <clears> from an elite, elitist school where, like, all the students' parents are super important. I mean, like, the president's son goes mm. to the school as well, and they get kidnapped on a road trip, on a school trip. And there's all sorts of conspiracy stuff behind it. I was just vaguely watching it whilst it was on. It's one I might return to. It's cool. Good. Uh, going back to uh, releases, uh, Netflix season six of Star Wars Clone Wars. Is that on Netflix? Is yeah, it? they've wow. they've picked it up on Netflix and they're airing two, maybe three episodes that have they not did, been they viewed. Did, they did five seasons of Clone Wars. That's what the news I heard was. Season five was the last season of Clone Wars. I I, I did they hear they were doing another one. They picked up season. I, know, I, I heard, I heard there's some <clears throat> there were some lost tapes. I know that they're moving on to. Um, this Star Wars Rebellion. I'm fairly series. sure I remember reading something about sure season, six. season six. Really? Netflix, mm-hmm. yeah, Netflix picked they it up that after <coughs> after Disney took over. Yeah, I'm yes, not. which is why I was saying Netflix picked yeah. it up. I think somebody, yeah, so I think somebody else might have because I, I I remember reading something about that yeah. as well. And there's two or three episodes that were never aired on mm. 
network. Oh, that'd be cool. we'll, we'll check it out and put it in the show notes, but yes. I, I'm fairly I'm, sure I'm I remember sure hearing something right, about yeah. season six. Right. It's, it's only been in the last few days that yeah. I, I picked up on it. So it was, I think it was a couple of months ago. I remember reading something about that it, it was a possibility occur, that it was going to occur. Yeah. Cool. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Indeed. Good old Netflix. Indeed. But on the other side, you know, Amazon buying out uh, Love Film has done good for me. Because uh, uh, being a prime customer, I got, I got it all for free. And well, I was I, a love film I, customer, I, so it's all. Yeah, fine. I, I was a love film customer, yeah. but I couldn't bloody watch it because yeah. it, everything I because it wouldn't own work is, on your tablet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is Android or Linux based? Yeah. I need to cancel my permission. <coughs> Sorry, I need to cancel my love film. I think I don't watch it nearly enough to justify. Yeah, that. I'm not at the moment. I, I did for a while, uh, but oh, Netflix. Uh, Vikings is one of the ones I'm watching mm. at the moment for that one. Well, I need to find Nyquid a month to pay for. Elder Online. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cancel Love Film. Yeah, cancel Love Film for it. <laughs> so there was definitely some of the Netflix news that I was thinking of, and I can't remember what it was now. It's totally gone. Never mind. I always forget something. Do you see Marvel? No, 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 no. It's completely gone no, I wouldn't even have it I think the thing with Love Film that I, that I basically use it just for going back and watching like sci-fi B-movies yeah. that are on there because there's hundreds of B-movies I'll just go back and get what the thing from outer space or Invaders from Mars I've been re-watching all, the classics. Now, all, of, uh, all of Fringe again mm. definitely worth doing yeah for sure Fringe is just awesome yeah, I've, I've just, <laughs> just, just hit the second episode in season four cool, right, in okay. two weeks <laughs> I've managed to watch yeah Three seasons. Is season four the missing Peter misstep? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thought yeah. yeah. Where'd Peter go? Yeah. Oh, there he is. There he's not. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Cool. Is there anything we're looking forward to? Well, obviously it's the sci fi weekend, though. Yeah, oh, yes. yes. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, if by looking forward to you mean breaking it. <laughs> well, yeah. We'll, we'll leave that one to you. <laughs> of course, yeah, because uh, for, our, for our listeners out there, for those attending the Sci-Fi Weekender, Spindles will be hosting René Aubergenois on stage. Yeah, I will be hosting the, the Odo panel. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of came out of nowhere. Right, but, uh, it's, yes. it's pretty awesome. So, yeah, I, I will be up on the main stage on the Saturday doing that interview. Awesome. So, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it, but also very much breaking it. Yeah. <laughs> so, we shall see. I, I've never really done anything like that before. I mean, I've been on stage, you know, I've, I've performed, sure. I've done theatre, I've done music it's on been stage. A live performance interview. Yeah. But I've never, yeah, because the times I get nervous, I mean, I've, I, like, I've been a best man twice, and both of them, I've, uh, three times, sorry, I've been a best man three times, and all of those speeches have terrified the crap out of me so much that I've been shaking while delivering them. So I'm fine. <laughs> If I've had a script or if I'm doing a song or whatever, I'm absolutely fine. But if I'm having to make stuff up in front of other people, I can't go to pieces a little. Okay. So. We should get a hashtag going for questions for Odo. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've got a few already, but yeah, definitely. Uh, if anybody uh, hashtag out ask there wants, uh, wants to ask anything, then yeah. send them through. I can't promise I'll get everything done because we, we've got an hour, which means I'll probably talk for... Well, I, I won't talk for 40 minutes, but yeah. he will talk for 40 yeah. minutes, and then we'll probably do 20 minutes worth of questions from the audience. So, yeah, if you have a question and you're there, obviously you put it to him yourself. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, that that's going to be uh, interesting and fun. Oh, fun. But yeah, for anyone who is going to the Sci-Fi Weekend, we are going to be around and about for the whole weekend doing yeah. interviews and yeah. all sorts for the show. So by all means, catch up with us. Buy us a beer. <laughs> be much all appreciated. <laughs> or a rum and coke. <laughs> now don't buy him rum and coke. Honestly, after the mess he was last uh, last time on the Thursday night, just don't. <laughs> It got to the point where he was being hammered at noughts and crosses by my nine-year-old daughter. <laughs> at eight o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah, that's all true. I'd love, I'd, love to, I'd love to deny it, but I can't. Oh, dear. Oh, dear me. Yeah, it is going to be a, a really fun and uh, interesting weekend. Yeah, we're looking forward. Uh, congratulations to everyone who uh, who won tickets and entered yeah. the competition. Uh, Look forward to seeing you guys there. Indeed, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, do come and make yourselves known to us because yeah. uh, we'd certainly like to come and yeah. say hello and congratulate nice, you first yeah. hand. Yeah, indeed. It's all good. So, yeah, congratulations to everyone who, who won on those. I believe everyone's been contacted now. And I think so, yeah. whether, whether people are coming along or not, I don't know. I, know. I know a fair quantity of the people who've gotten tickets are coming along. Cool. So it'll be uh, good to see you all there. So that's one. Yeah, that's something that we're all looking forward to, I guess, in, yeah. in two weeks' time. Anything else coming up on the horizon? Well, on the far horizon, well, on the near horizon, we've got Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, indeed. Back. So I'm looking forward to that. Because this is probably going to be the last show before Sunday weekend, isn't it? We're not going to be recording again. Uh, no, we're not going to recording again because it would fall the Tuesday before we yeah. go away. Yeah. And we're going away on the Thursday. So I guess what we'll do is, yeah, because I'm taking the laptop and everything for recording, we can probably pull something together while we're there and put it out on the Friday or on the Saturday, whatever. I'm sure we can put something out yes. yeah. from live, well, not even live, live but, but from yeah. the site. Recorded live. Yeah. yeah, from the site we can put something out. For sure. So, yeah. So before then, it's going to be Captain America. Mm. That's going to be up before then. So looking forward to that. Again, yeah. I think that Redford is Red Skull. But we had my theories on that last time. Indeed, right? yes. yes. Um, well, the Sin City 2 trailer was released. Ooh, yes, it yeah. was. Yeah, that, that's yeah. looking... Uh, yeah. I do like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Very yeah, so much I think he's playing to. Dwight, which was... Which is Clive Owen. Clive Owen in the last role. Yeah. So yeah, this will be the one... Because the, the narrative of Sin City is all over the oh, place. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, because so, Marv's in it again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is before, because Clive Owen played Dwight after his face change operations. So yes. I think in this, this film, we see the events lead to that. Yes. Uh, it looks just as visually stunning as the first one. Yeah, absolutely. So, really looking forward to that. Yeah. I, I'd almost given up hope. That would ever come. Remember, it's been a long time. In the I remember works. working when I worked at the cinema. We used to get um, these film sheets through that would have like every release that was scheduled, and every year since City Two would be on that. Mm. And this is going back from like oh five oh six. Every year we'd see Sin City Two on that yeah. list, and it never came. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but finally, finally this year, yeah, we get to see it. Yeah, massive looking so, forward to that. At Sci-Fi Weekend, somebody else has been added to the bill is the uh, Festival of the Spoken Nerd, oh, okay. which is uh, Helen Arney, who is going to be on the show at some point, but she's not actually there. She's away in LA for that, but Aww. the rest of the people are there doing the show, so okay. we'll see most of the show, but just not her bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, so yeah, there, there's been yeah quite a few interesting people added to the, uh, the Sci-Fi Weekend bill, so yeah, very much looking forward to seeing how it, how it pans out now. Yeah, should be cool. Mm. I'm just waiting. I'm looking forward to doing the uh, 
Captain Knight's training course. Yes. In Laser Quest. That should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you still have to pre uh, book that one or you can just do it while you're there? You can just turn up and yeah. teams Yeah, I think you can just yeah. turn up and do it, yeah. So, and yeah. uh, they've already stated that uh, they think there's going to be quite a few uh, drunken forays uh, of that, <laughs> which I think would be rather amusing. And I want to be sober, though. I'm, I'm actually I, quite tempted I to... Win uh, <laughs> to now, I've got a, a mini uh, sport camera that I'm pretty tempted to, to go and play and mount that on and see what that comes out, footage comes out for like for that one. <laughs> first-person shooter. <laughs> it would be first-person shooter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad I think it's funny <laughs> a load of drunken people running around firing plastic guns at each other <laughs> no? no <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Fucking hell. laughs> okay so the news is that BBC are planning to axe BBC 3 move it onto online only yeah indeed what are your thoughts on this then, chaps? Well, there are some people following the train of thought who think that maybe this is all just a ploy and that when they made the announcement they're axing Radio 6, it brought up a massive community, community of people, people going, save yeah, it! Save it. Um, and it's that demographic again which is most active in saving these sort of things. And so when BBC Three was announced it was going to be axed, the same people are getting together to try and save it. And I think it there's a train of thought that says it is just a reaction to the government saying, you need to save this much money, and the BBC are doing this in an attempt to get more funding from the government for it. Okay, so the, the, the cynical frame of mind is that it's being done uh, to raise capital yeah. and raise interest in the channel. Yeah. Okay. Because the counter-argument is... They've said that the demographic are the ones who are more likely to consume the channel in an online-only environment. Mm. Yeah. So, because at, yes. at the moment, BBC Three only yeah. exists from seven pm at night. Yeah. Until like two in the morning. Mm. So, by moving it online, they make it, it available twenty-four-seven. Yeah. And the content is there as an on-demand thing, or whether it's streaming or what. I don't know. I don't know what the actual plans are, but. Their reasoning is that the demographic who watch that channel are more susceptible to moving it online and yes. will use that service, which I think is actually kind of true. That would be my view because I, it as I well. would, you know, I would spend more time watching it online because it doesn't start till seven o'clock at night. So you I can, can watch, watch it when then. you want to watch so it, not wait for it. To instead, be what available. I do is sit and watch repeats of things from BBC Three on Dave. Yeah, <laughs> until <laughs> BBC Three comes on. I don't tend to watch BBC. See, I, I love stuff like Russell Howard's Good News and yes. things like that. So I like a lot of the comedy that they do on there. Yeah. Uh, and that's, of course, where Being Human came from. Yeah. Because uh, they well, they should they should have led with that on the BBC website news report. Because the, the opening two paragraphs are: BBC Three is to be dropped from TV schedules and will move online as part of the BBC's cost-cutting plans. It means shows such as Don't Tell the Bride and Pram Face will only be available through the iPlayer. And I was thinking. Well, okay, I don't, I don't care about those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, there's a, a few programs on there that I don't care about either, but there are some that I do, and I think BBC Three has had a very progressive approach towards how it creates content. Because I don't know if you remember originally how Being Human came about was they made three pilots, released them all on iPlayer, and yeah. said which ones do you think we should turn into a series, and that's how Being Human got commissioned. 
So Indeed. that was actually released online first, not on the TV station. So I, I think they're kind of right in a way that the people who watch BBC Three and are invested in it will watch it in online capacities. And, you know, if it saves money and then thus that money can get put back into better programming for it, by all means go for it. Well, it's it's a hundred million of savings they've got to try and find, isn't mm. it? hundred million pounds worth of savings they have to try and get from somewhere. Um, I don't know if they'll make that many, that many savings. They'll still have to film shows. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They'll still have to find some way of... But maybe it's it. about, you know, the... The, the, the channel bandwidth licensing whatever that sort of thing maybe I don't know the rebroadcasting rights things like that I have no idea I, I don't know what their, their running costs are but I if you want my advice BBC the way to save you a shitload of money stop fucking using Microsoft Office <laughs> <laughs> yes use Open Office it's free, free. <laughs> true fact <laughs> stop spending fucking each each fucking version of Office uses at least a hundred quid's worth of a license just for one fucking copy. Drop that. Use Open Office. That will save you a hundred million in one fell fucking swoop. <laughs> yeah, you've got a point. Got a pretty good point. I, I think we ought to send that to them directly. Step down off soapbox. <laughs> no, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. This is this, no, this, 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 this podcast me. was designed as a fucking soapbox. <laughs> Let's get back on your soapbox. Okay. Fucking rip them. Hotbox. Yeah. Do it. That's it. switch to sustainable free operating systems and sustainable free programs. Everybody immediately disc discounts open source for God only knows what reason they think it's complicated we've always it's done it that way yeah. uh, it, oh, I don't know if I can get used to learning a new programme if it's going to save you 100 million quid spend a fucking hour Yeah, <laughs> you know it's not hard they work in exactly the same way they can open all the same format documents there is no fucking difference Yeah, anybody that free. works for them under 35 would understand and appreciate and certainly right. know I how think to anybody fucking use it, use it. Yeah, the right. point is, is no, no, it's I just exactly would know about it anyway yeah. Yeah, a word processor is a word processor. Exactly. You do not... Uh, and fucking Excel is... It's a spreadsheet. There is OpenOffice Calc. It does exactly the same things. You yeah. can do pivot tables. Get rid of your old fucking wasting old people that uh, can't get away from a typewriter, let alone a fucking well, it, I think it, 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 it's a change that needs to be led from above. And unfortunately... I think a lot of it is to do with they've just been tied in with Windows, they've tied in with Office, and they're just comfortable with it. Yes, and exactly. they're just paying the money. But there, there is no reason to be comfortable with it. Fuck it off. Use the open source equivalents and save some fucking money. And yeah. do the same with your staff. <laughs> <laughs> but on the issue of whether I think it should be saved as a channel, no, I think it should go online. I, I'm, I'm perfectly happy think... with it to go online. Yeah. I question why they're doing it with BBC3 and not BBC4. Because I don't think I've ever watched BBC4. No. <laughs> it's true. I don't, I don't even know I what have. sort of programmes they do. No. That's, that's <laughs> I've never point. kind of looked through the listings and gone, no, oh, I fancy really watching bothered. that on BBC4. I've just gone BBC4. <laughs> what? Can you name one programme that's on BBC4? Didn't they have the music programmes on there? I'm sure they had some documentaries and stuff. On BBC Four. Yeah, I don't know. Really no don't clue. know. So yeah, get a shot of that and put three onto web. See, this, 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 this adds, this lends sort of credence to the whole. 
it's a conspiracy thing because BBC Four would there be enough rough that was cancelled? Well, indeed, yeah, probably exactly. not. No. Lots BBC, of people we're, we're canning BBC Four, and they go, "What? There was a BBC Four channel." I actually, I've got all these four channels. Are we talking but, radio? <laughs> but BBC Three, you get people, people protesting, campaigning to save it. Yeah. So, yeah, it might be, but you know, well, I, one, I, don't I, know. I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't think moving it online is a bad thing. We, we, we on this show, we've been proponents of new ways of, of commissioning and consuming media, yeah. and this is a way to move it away from a standard TV format into yeah. something that we can consume whenever we want. Yeah, and it All might have it. the get a benefit of by doing this. BBC might put more work and more development into their online infrastructure because the iPlayer needs work. Yeah. The iPlayer struggles with bandwidth issues constantly. Yeah, it does. So it does need development. But it's still not as bad as ITV Player. Oh, the ITV Player is just <laughs> shocking. The ITV Player is just the worst <laughs> yeah. worst interface experience I've, I've never ever. used it since it first came out, and I loaded it up and went, I'd like to watch a programme. And it went, no. No. I was like, really? No, I want to watch a programme. And it went, no. It went, advert. Jump back to start of advert. Play advert. Jump back to start of advert. Play it's advert. It's the like, worst. I'd like to watch a programme, jump back to start of Advent. Right, fuck that. <laughs> Never booted it up again. Yeah, that's when he's gone to tvcatchup.com. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. ITV, pull your fucking fingers out and get that sorted. And then get some good programmes that are worth watching on the iPlayer. Well, yeah, there aren't many. It's true. But, yeah. But again, it's, it's, I think it's ITV3 that I watch a lot, which is all the crime drama. So it's all the Sherlock Holmes and Lewis and Morse and all that stuff. So I watch ITV3. I don't watch one or two. Or, well, occasionally there's occasionally something decent on ITV2. But it's generally the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think they went through a period of like just showing... Um, oh, what the fuck's that? Never heard of that one. film <laughs> called Piper Perabo works in a bar... Oh, Coyote Coyote Ugly. Ugly. Awesome yeah. film. That was always on. Yeah, Any a, time of day, you could turn out to be oh, Coyote Ugly's on. It's a brilliant film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there are two films that were on pre-Watershed The Mummy, post-Watershed Coyote <laughs> Ugly. <laughs> Sounds <Yeah>. perfect. <laughs> I, oh, I, introduced, I introduced someone to uh, Hackers for the first time the other day. Oh, oh marvellous, yeah. well done. So they hadn't seen it before, so I watched that. Awesome. Yeah. Love that film. Because they introduced me to The Boat That Rocked. I'd never seen that oh, right, film okay, before. Yeah. I watched that. That's only a few years old, that film, isn't it? I was always going to say when that came out. It's, it's got to be five or six, I'd said. Mm. Fucking hilarious, though. With a, a great performance from Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, course. cool. So, yeah, I think that's why we're watching it. We're watching Philip Seymour Hoffman films. I've never seen that one before. We watched uh, R.I.P.D. at the weekend. Mm. Was that that was uh, fucking hilarious. In, <laughs> it was pretty good, actually. <coughs> men in Black with Dead People. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's basically it, it's dead like me. Oh, it is police. Yeah, with yeah. guns. Yeah, it's like Ryan Reynolds, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and okay. and Jeff Bridges, and yeah, it, indeed. It's, cool. it, it, yes. it's what it says on the tin. It's fun. It's a Kevin Bacon's the bad guy. Oh, it? fucking yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's some really fucking shunky CGI. Yeah, really fucking bad CGI, but the film itself is is just gloriously entertaining. Uh, I'm talking to Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, six degrees separation thing takes me to the cinema. Takes me to Cine Me. Cine okay, Me's we're back on ranting about Cine Me. Did you rant it last time? Um, or did we talk about it last time? We've ranted about ranting. it before. Yeah. Well, um, they've 
finally added a little bit to the cinema spiel, which says, remember to turn your phones off, etc., etc., but it's right at the beginning of it. And there are so many fucking games now. I went to see The Monuments Men, and I swear, ten minutes of stuff before that was cinema. Yes, there was, yeah. And the Kevin Bacon advert was even dropped, the whole, the EE phone advert thing. But what I've noticed with those when they are in is they don't end with turn your phone off during the cinema, during the film. They end with a sales thing. Whereas the old orange thing used to be about turning your phones off. And they were annoying Mm. over time. But at least it reminded people to turn their fucking phones off in the cinema. Because I went to watch The Monuments Men, and I went to watch it twice. Because the first time I lasted 20 minutes, there were people talking, there was someone on their phone watching YouTube videos, and I just... There was a time and a place where I would have told people to pack it in and stuff. But that was when I was being paid to do it. Mm. And I did it for a few years afterwards. But now it's just not worth the hassle. You never know who's going to kick off. So I left. I got a refund on my ticket. And the view in Oxford, bless them, they were fantastic. The manager let me come back the following night. They gave me a comp ticket. Um, But if you're going to advertise mobile phones and cinema, if you're listening to this, and I know there's people who listen to this show who can do stuff with cinema and get in touch with them put the advert put put the, the notification saying turn your phone off during the movie at the end of the cinema app that's all I ask if you want to have your phone on so you can play a little game just in the in the adverts yeah. fine but make sure to remind people to turn their phones off mm-hmm. to the cinema it, it's becoming more and more noticed by people I think Mitch Ben was tweeting about it the other day saying congratulations you just, you just ruined cinema yeah. for me yeah it's, I haven't I haven't walked out of a film or felt need to walk out of a film in fucking years until that performance um, which is a shame because I really wanted to enjoy The Monuments of Men and, and I did when I saw it all through the following night it was a good film wasn't as good as I'd hoped it would have been, but it was a good film. Mm. Um, but yeah, that really soured my my mood on the first yeah. time round. So please, don't be on your phones at the cinema. No, indeed. There's a time and place for tech, and sat watching a film is not Not it. one of them, no. Yeah. It also extends to concerts. Don't watch a fucking concert through a phone. Oh, <laughs> please, just watch the concert. Ruins it for you and everyone around you. And on that note... <laughs> yeah, grumpy old bastards. <laughs> grumpy, yeah. old, grumpy old nerds. <laughs> I'm actually not so bothered by it at concerts. Um, it pisses it, me off when I can't see because of it. Yes, that's when people are yeah, holding yeah, up yeah. their fucking yeah. phones above their heads and blocking everybody's yeah. view. If, if, tablets now, if, for if, fuck's if, sake. If my, view, if my view gets blocked, then I can... Yeah, fair enough. When I it's brighter always, in the audience than on the stage, stage yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get a bit fucking irked. Yeah. yeah. But, well, they get a bit fucking hurt when you throw beer at their phone. That's that works. But then but it's like, waste of beer. There's always some people with cameras and flashes at, at That's shows and, and lighters and yeah, stuff. Cameras and flashes is yeah, fine. fine. Taking a picture and then putting it away. But videoing right. the whole but videoing fucking the whole show fucking using a tablet through a phone is just irritating yeah. as fuck and pointless. <laughs> you might as well just sit at home and watch it. I guess you'd get better yeah, we've got, footage. We've got varying levels of grumpiness here. Yeah, yeah. Or to bring it back down off of it, one yeah. of the films. Grumpiness, incensed, and apathy <laughs> <laughs> seems to be the yeah <laughs> the general feel in the room. Anybody seen Freebirds? No, no. I took uh, Ariana to see it uh, last weekend, 
and that is actually really funny. I had my doubts, uh, but it was a pound in, you know. Ah, oh, <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, the special Saturday weekend, morning Saturday show. morning yeah. showing. It was a pound in, and I just went, okay, okay, it's something that she hasn't seen. It's something we can do together that's kind of fun. It was brilliant. I, uh, who know, two turkeys with a time machine trying to stop fucking Thanksgiving. Cool. <laughs> with with <laughs> Owen Wilson and Woody Harrelson is the fucking lead roles. I was about to say Woody Harrelson could do no wrong. Indeed, <laughs> following two detectives, but he, he did a t- he did now a I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Time traveling turkey. Oh, I don't know. There was white men can't jump. Oh, hey, fucking. you take that back. <laughs> That film was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that, was, that, that was actually quite that was a good a, That was a pre-tax fraud Wesley Snipes, I believe. <laughs> yes, it, it was. was. <laughs> White men can't jump, but they can do their taxes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely put. <laughs> They're not remaking that. I hope not. No. Oh, God, no. Please don't. Cool. You've right. cursed it now, Brent. Cool. I guess we're leaving it there for this yeah. one. Marvellous. Okay. We've got a title for next week, though. For the next episode. White, White men can't, can't, can't jump. <laughs> White men can't nerd. Yeah, well, yeah. they can. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Cool. So, right. outro track. AD. Outro track, yes. This week um, brought to you by Dirty Youth. Um, we've had on previously. Uh, last time was... Uh, was their uh, song Fight, but uh, this is a, a new release uh, just in time for their tour that they've uh, started, I believe, this week, um, doing a European tour. Good on you guys and enjoy. Have a look, yeah, because they're on tour at the moment, they're touring, uh, as, as they're doing their own headlining shows as well as, because I know they're supporting Heaven's Basement. They are, yes, yeah, there's, there's a couple of their own shows as well, um, but uh, for, for the majority of it, I think they're doing a lot of stuff with Heaven's Basement, yeah. so cool. do check, check them out. it out. They're awesome. Um, we'll put the uh, listing on there. Yep, uh, absolutely. Put links in in the show notes. Cool. Enjoy. Right then, that's it for this episode. I've been Brendan. I've been Spindles. And I've been Aidy. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, take care and be excellent to each other. See the girl, eyes wide, so naive, dead inside. Would you cry for me?